0: Chapter 9 of the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Florence Short. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. Chapter 9. I wanted to go and look at a place right about the middle of the island that I had found when I was exploring so we started and soon got to it because the island was only three miles long and a quarter of a mile wide this place was a tolerable long steep hill or ridge about forty foot high we had a rough time getting to the top the sides was so steep and the bushes so thick we tramped and clung around all over it and by and by found a good big cavern in the rock most up to the top on the side towards illinois cavern was as big as two or three rooms bunched together and jim could stand up straight in it it was cool in there jim was for putting our traps in there right away but i said we didn't want to be climbing up and down there all the time jim said if we had the canoe hid in a good place and had all the traps in the cavern we could rush there if anybody was to come to the island and they would never find us without dogs and besides he said them little birds had said it was going to rain and did i want the things to get wet so we went back and got the canoe and paddled up abreast the cavern and lugged all the traps up there then we hunted up a place close by to hide the canoe in amongst the thick willows we took some fish off the lines and set them again and begun to get ready for dinner The door of the cavern was big enough to roll a hogshead in, and on one side of the door the floor stuck out a little bit and was flat and a good place to build a fire on. So we built it there and cooked dinner. We spread the blankets inside for a carpet and eat our dinner in there. We put all the other things handy at the back of the cavern. Pretty soon it darkened up and begun to thunder and lighten, so the birds was right about it directly it begun to rain and it rained like all fury too and i never see the wind blow so it was one of these regular summer storms it would get so dark that it looked all blue-black outside and lovely and the rain would thrash along by so thick that the trees off a little ways looked dim and spider-webby. and here would come a blast of wind that would bend the trees down and turn up the pale underside of the leaves and then a perfect ripper of a gust would follow along and set the branches to tossing their arms as if they was just wild and next when it was just about the bluest and blackest it was as bright as glory and you'd have a little glimpse of treetops a plunging about way off yonder in the storm hundreds of yards further than you could see before dark as sin again in a second and now you hear the thunder let go with an awful crash and then go rumbling rumbling tumbling down the sky towards the underside of the world like rolling empty barrels downstairs where it's long stairs and they bounce a good deal you know jim this is nice i says i wouldn't want to be nowhere else but here Pass me along another hunk of fish and some hot corn bread. Well, you wouldn't have been here if it hadn't have been for Jim. You'd have been down there in the woods without any dinner and getting most drowned too. That you would, honey. Chickens know when it's going to rain, and so did the birds, child. The river went on raising and raising for ten or twelve days, till at last it was over the banks the water was three or four foot deep on the island in the low places and on the Illinois bottom on that side it was a good many miles wide but on the missouri side it was the same old distance across half a mile because the missouri shore was just a wall of high bluffs daytimes we paddled all over the island in the canoe it was mighty cool and shady in the deep woods even if the sun was blazing outside we went winding in and out amongst the trees and sometimes the vines hung so thick we had to back away and go some other way well on every old broken-down tree you could see rabbits and snakes and some such things and when the island had been overflowed a day or two they got so tame on account of being hungry that you could paddle right up and put your hand on them if you wanted to but not the snakes and turtles they would slide off in the water the ridge our cavern was in was full of them we could have had pets enough if we wanted them one night we catched a little section of a lumber raft nice pine planks it was twelve foot wide and about fifteen or sixteen foot long and the top stood above water six or seven inches a solid level floor we could see saw logs go by in the daytime sometimes but we let them go we didn't show ourselves in daylight another night when we was up at the head of the island just before daylight here comes a frame house down on the west side she was a two-story and tilted over considerable we paddled out and got aboard clumb in at an upstairs window but it was too dark to see yet so we made the canoe fast and set in her to wait for daylight the light begun to come before we got to the foot of the island then we looked in at the window we could make out a bed and a table and two arm chairs and lots of things around about on the floor and there was clothes hanging against the wall there was something laying on the floor in the far corner that looked like a man. So Jim says, Hello, you. But it didn't budge. So I hollered again. And then Jim says, The man asleep asleep. he's dead. You hold still. I'll go and see. He went and bent down and looked and says, He's a dead man. Yes, indeedy. Naked, too. He's been shot in the back. I reckon he's been dead two or three days. Come in, Huck, but don't a look at his face. It's too ghastly. I didn't look at him at all. Jim throwed some old rags over him, but he needn't done it. I didn't want to see him. There was heaps of old greasy cards scattered round over the floor, and old whiskey bottles, and a couple of masks made out of black cloth and all over the walls was the ignorantest kind of words and pictures made with charcoal there was two old dirty calico dresses and a sun bonnet and some women's underclothes hanging against the wall and some men's clothing too we put the lot into the canoe. it might come good There was a boy's old speckled straw hat on the floor. I took that, too. And there was a bottle that had had milk in it. And it had a rag stopper for a baby to suck. We would have took the bottle. But it was broke. There was a seedy old chest. And an old hair trunk with the hinges broke they stood open but there weren't nothing left in them that was any account the way things was scattered about we reckoned the people left in a hurry and weren't fixed so as to carry off most of their stuff we got an old tin lantern and a butcher knife without any handle and a brand new barlow knife worth two bits in any store and a lot of tallow candles and a tin candlestick and a gourd, and a tin cup, and a ratty old bed-quilt off the bed, and a reticule with needles and pins, and beeswax, and buttons, and thread, and all search truck in it, and a hatchet, and some nails, and a fish-line as thick as my little finger, with some monstrous hooks on it, and a roll of buckskin, and a leather dog-collar and a horseshoe and some vials of medicine that didn't have no label on them and just as we was leaving i found a tolerable good curry-comb and jim he found a ratty old fiddle-bow and a wooden leg the straps was broke off of it but bar'n that it was a good enough leg though it was too long for me and not long enough for jim and we couldn't find the other one though we hunted all around and so take it all around we made a good haul when we was ready to shove off we was a quarter of a mile below the island and it was pretty broad day so i made jim lay down in the canoe and cover up with a quilt because if he sat up people could tell he was a nigger a good ways off i paddled over to the illinois shore and drifted down most a half a mile doing it. I crept up the dead water under the bag, and hadn't no accidents, and didn't see nobody. We got home all safe. End of CHAPTER nine